Melbourne, I Love Green Guys Letters is coming back home and will be recording live on Saturday afternoon, the 16th of September, 4.15 at Club Voltaire in North Melbourne. Tickets are on sale now and it is an intimate little venue, so they should get snapped up really fast. For tickets and information, click ilovegreenguideletters.com. Hey, you guys, welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television, and radio lift out. I've got some news for you. I am Steel Saunders, and after 250 episodes, I do love Green Guide Letters! Now, uh, the 250th did sort of pop up. I wasn't ready for it. And when I timed out when it would be, I am just so grateful it wasn't the late night podcast the other night with Dill. <laughs> that would have been horrible. That would have been horrible. But we, uh, if anyone was at the late night one uh, that we just did on Thursday night, we have redeemed ourselves. And... Uh, all we did was abuse Thelma for about 90 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> my God. If anyone says that oh, it's too late to go to the 11 o'clock one, Thelma, Thelma's there at the front heckling, <laughs> dropping C-bombs left and right, <laughs> killing the game, killing the game. She is the Jim Jeffries of podcast audiences. <laughs> With just synergy of the internet. We, uh, I, I saw this pop up on my Facebook feed. It's not a green guide letter, but it's up there, right? <laughs> this is one for people that have been listening for a little while. I'll read this in the green guide letter voice out of respect. <laughs> it's just a Facebook status, but what are you going to do? Will the real Grant Denya stand up? <laughs> Google Grant Denya car crash. And two separate reports come up. In the first, 26th of the third, he escapes virtually uninjured in a 160 kilometer an hour car. Crash rally. In the second, 5th of the fourth, he damages his back in a monster car truck crash. In Dapto. <laughs> so are there two TV persons named Grant Denya? What is this all about? And that's a Facebook status update from Arthur Coma. <laughs> the kids still got it. Great times, great times. Let's uh, bring up our letter lovers. We've got, we've got three classic letter lovers to enjoy the Green Guide letters. What say we bring them up, you guys? Please welcome, we just enjoyed his antics, eating scorpions and lying with snakes. It's Nazine Hussein! Right there. Hello, 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 Mr. Saunders. What would a festival live podcast season be without our next guest? He is the pioneer of the draft tweet. He is the top-knotted one himself. It's Ash Williams! Woo! 
And this little dynamo just won Hearts and Minds of Australia on the Festival Gala as she went searching for snacks. It is my pal Demi Lardner! Assume the position, Demi. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too little. I must Absolutely perch. Absolutely great view for us, huh? Oh. What? How? Immediately? Mate. No. Mate, it's all good. <laughs> and ironically coming from you, the, over the years, the amount of scrote you've displayed to the front row. I bought a pair of uh, long shorts. They're Nikes. Look at these, mate. They're oh, long. He's Look at got these. His, right? By long, you still mean like Look five inches above the knee. Look at these, right? And it makes it look like the pocket's really long, but I got home and I couldn't get my hand in the pocket, but that's all right. Ash is currently strip-teasing to the audience, by the way. 70 bucks. $70 for those shorts! Right, feeling good. (laughs) 70 70 bucks! Hey, mate. Bought two pairs. They're long. (laughs) There is formal shorts. (laughs) Oh, my God. The pockets are hanging out. like. I wear boxer shorts longer than them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like t- Tassie Devils or like, I wear uh, I wear pants longer than them. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, <laughs> I wear t-shirts longer than them. <laughs> Let's get it back back in order. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank you for everyone who came. <laughs> <laughs> so Ash, I, I saw you. Um, we're sharing. We're not sharing, but I'm sort of swapping out. Tonight's my last night uh, doing my stand-up show at the Comedy Festival. And then you, you are in that same venue. One hour later, uh, you couldn't take my family time. The, uh, that Absolutely. would not be right. No. And you're in there and you've, you've got big goals. No. Give us some sizzle. Can't say too much. <laughs> Starts Tuesday. Um, I'm working hard. I've never worked harder. I'm up at 6 a.m. I've kicked my housemate out of my house and now I've got his bedroom as an office. And I get up and I just work. Nazim, you know what I mean? And... Um, <laughs> I'm reading books. The show's almost finished. <laughs> he said to me, he goes, mate, I've never worked harder on a show. <laughs> I've read so many old emails. <laughs> I actually have. a spam folder. I had to go back. Yesterday I found all my emails from Garen, the guy who um, asked me to be a male prostitute. So I found them. Beautiful emails. <laughs> That's right. There's some great Sorry, stuff what? the show. He goes, he goes, mate. I need that story from the bonus section of the podcast about my male prostitution. <laughs> and I'm like, one ticket sold. Can I ask, what, <laughs> why do you refer to it as male prostitution? Um, why do you, didn't he just ask you to be a prostitute or was it the option of becoming a female prostitute as well? <laughs> Not in those no. shorts. <laughs> because he only offered male escorts. Oh, right. oh okay. You know what I mean? prostitution business. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, what, what, was, what happened? Did you say no? You're too busy working on your show. Yeah, come to, come to my show. I'll tell it all. This uh. is going to be... No, honestly, I'm, and um, Nazim, I don't know if you know this. I've got a business degree. I just have to say for everyone on the Hertzbridge line, Ash just gave Nazim a very friendly pat on the yeah. inner thigh. After he said, come to or at my show. Uh, it's been a very quiet month, Nazim. I'm going to tell you what I can. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, basically I don't want to give away too much, but everyone who comes to my show... Walks away with a business degree. I think you say like a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can fucking do that. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've seen a lot of people walk out of Ash's show <laughs> feeling very sad. <laughs> oh, are you playing the piano again this year, the keyboard? Somewhat. There's a lot of dance music, 90s dance music. I'm going hard. <laughs> if you just come what? and... Seriously, I've got music. And um, look, if you're into dance music and you're not into comedy, you'll have a good time. And um, <laughs> Can, if, just, if you're into comedy too, you'll have a good time. But just, just drop a couple of opinions because it's fucking hardcore. I, um, <laughs> I play it at home sometimes and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to sleep for days. You play what at home? Oh, the music. The, this, the music. I thought you meant you played your festival show. No, nah, there, there's, look, I can't say too much, Demi. And... Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, feel, I just I feel like I've aged ten years since the podcast started. Like, that would explain your hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. I don't know what else to say. I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're back in business. I'm oh, definitely back in business. Um, you know, my my accountant's a cat. You guys know that. He's all right. And. Um, He's a, he's a fuckhead. But um, <laughs> I talk about some real advice, tips about business. And um, yeah, come along. Can you give us any tips about business here? Or, or Absolutely. Something? Give me a topic. Uh, business. <laughs> <laughs> is it back? Is business back? It is. Back in business. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> look, just all you guys know this one. The simple one is um, credit cards. So... <laughs> You know, I'm like, so like, angry. No, don't be. Just, <laughs> and I just don't know why. I just <laughs> want to do a hit. Heroin. <laughs> no, serious. <laughs> just no, no some, please, someone I was, need some tips. Go. Oh, someone was advising me to buy a house, right? And I was like, I'm not sure about the the housing market. Yeah. Someone said it might crash. Ooh. What What do you think? Don't crash? buy a house. That's stupid. You're an idiot. You're not. They are. Basically, you want to. Um, <laughs> So you got a credit card in the Zoom? Uh, yeah, I got one. This mic up, mate. Yeah, I got. Um, <laughs> so when, so what? what what's that was the first good advice I've <laughs> ever heard asking anyone. <laughs> what's what's your credit card max, if you don't mind me asking? I think you got the number. Uh, at the moment it's like sixteen and a half thousand. Wow, yeah, it's not bad at all, actually. So what happens <laughs> when you spend that money? Yeah. Then what do you do? Uh, I've never spent that, but, but I presume that I'd uh, use my savings or something. Well, here's the thing. Your credit card max is your money now. <laughs> You've earned it, okay? Spend it. Enjoy it, right? You spend that 16 and a half grand. Then what do you do? Uh, spend, then it's, that's mine. Yeah, you, you spend it. I've spent it. Now what? Um, just don't answer the calls from the bank. So good, so good. <laughs> That's coming up, uh-huh. okay? <laughs> I've, I've skipped a step. The next step is to get another credit card. <laughs> okay? Okay. Try and get another 16 and a half if you can. Right. But maybe you might just get 500 bucks. Take it. Whose mo- who's money's that? The bank's. It's yours now. It's mine, right. The more Ash talks, the more Demi looks like grumpy cats. Ash <laughs> <laughs> are pretty close. <laughs> But anyway, it, it, it does work. I know it Thelma, sounds like rubbish, but it works. Can I ask you, Thelma, as you were growing up, could you ever fathom that this would exist on the planet? <laughs> not really. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> do you have a credit card, Thelma? I do, actually. 
What's your credit card number? <laughs> Absolutely. Great question. <laughs> you know what you do? You just pretend that you take, you take pictures of credit cards. You know what I mean? Let's get our credit cards and take a photo and so then you've got it. <laughs> a, a credit card selfie, you know? Here's, here's, do you want, do you want to, I, I will give you a business idea. Please. All right. And I, I'm so eager to be the first customer, right? Go for so it. So you're selling tickets to your festival show. Right. How, how's that going? Amazing. Almost, um, actually not almost sold out, but uh, <laughs> look, mum's bought for two nights, so pretty fired up about that. And um, mate, we're fired up. Okay. Buy tickets. Here's what you do. You sell tickets and the standard ticket yeah. for your average, you know, your, your, your Nazim or your Demi, just traditionalists, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of the tickets face the artist in question. Mm-hmm. I would like a premium ticket oh. where I sit facing the audience <laughs> to see their reaction. Excellent. So like a, a royal yeah. box of sorts. Yeah, uh, out, out the side. The, the Ash Williams Festival Show Google Box. That's what I want. Oh, Google? Really is that sponsored? What, what's this Google? Or Google Box. Whatever it's called. Whatever that, oh, what's that Google show box. called? Have oh, I got right. Yeah, the Google, Google, Google Box. box. I was going to say, fuck oh. yeah. Jesus. Tripping so out. yeah, so I... Because um, I, I like... If, if Thelma went to your show... I would pay $100 to sit like behind the curtain or whatever in a mirrored thing mm. and just watch her face as you gave out business advice. Right. And so you're in a, like a one-way screen. What are you, you nude? What are you doing? Like you're just... <laughs> That's my call. It's a premium right. ticket. Absolutely. You do. Fair enough. I like it actually. It's just you? Like stand-up coffin kind of thing. You're, you're 50 bucks still. I'll do it. I'll do it, mate. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nothing dodgy. You come as well. well no... <laughs> He's, anyway, he specifically said you, Thelma, so I don't know what... Um, anyway, <laughs> move on still. <laughs> I feel like I should have asked this question five minutes ago, but how are you, Demi? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get this go. I'm just so angry. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm actually... No, I'm very happy. I'm a good boy. <laughs> Prove it. Your, your, your seating position is amazing. Now you've got you've got your filler slides on with your socks, yeah, looking very uh, LA. That's yep. very popular style. And uh, legs, you've got some of I them. I do on. have some <laughs> legs. And then you've got some short shorts. Yep, you know, on the legs that I own. Yeah, Ash, even an Ash Williams length. And then you have got a psychedelic yep. mirrored bum bag. Yeah, for my it? belongings. Oh. Now, did you mm. have to travel? To the past or the future to get that bum bag? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how's your festival been? You had this great spot, which was very gutsy. Yeah. So go, I go. am glad that paid off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I- explain what you did. You didn't just get up there with your, your traditional knock-knock jokes. Yeah, no. I went out, I, So I did the gala, which is like, you know, when I was 12, I used to watch it on TV. And then... And I decided not to do, like, uh, you know, like, um, comedy <laughs> like people usually do at the gala. I just did this stupid thing where I climbed over people in the audience and sucked on someone's forehead. So, <laughs> go watch that. And then my tickets to my show. <laughs> was that forehead pre-approved? Or did you, it just, was you just, like, see a forehead and went... Well, I've just I turned out really well that someone that I do know was sitting in the seat where I, I preset the forehead sucking. Amazing. <laughs> so how did it go when you were... Because you have to... You, you didn't just say to the, the gala <laughs> producers, like, yeah, I'm going to do my, my bit about, like, uh, 
airplane travel. Yeah. And because that is one of your classic bits. And then, yeah. and then you just got <laughs> up there and just went, cop this motherfucker. I'm going to slap forehead. How so, did you go when you pitched it? Well, the thi- they just ask you to send a script of what you want to do. <laughs> so what did you have in the script? So I wrote, I, I wrote, and then I will climb into the audience and be fucked. <laughs> I will be a fucked human <laughs> in the audience. And they were like, so when you say, like, fucked, like, what are you, what are you going to do? And I was like, what it says. And, <laughs> and then I, like, just basically they waited until the sound check. And on the day I was like, and then I'm going to jump down here. I'm going to climb over the people. And they were like, do you think you'll, like, potentially, like, die? Or <laughs> and I was like, nah. And then... <laughs> that, that would be good TV. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. It would be great for the ratings. She was wearing an Ash Williams T-shirt and she died. Her mm. death would have sold you tickets. Funny mm. you say that. I'm selling T-shirts at the show. So, anyway, <laughs> back to that. That's, so, that's fucking amazing, Demi. It was cool. Um, it's go, go watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, yeah, on ABC View. Uh, you can watch it. ABC iView. Yeah, back in yep. time. Back to the future thing. Yes, Back to the Future is also a good movie. <laughs> but when you were about to launch into the crowd, yeah. do you remember your, like, were you just like, please, <laughs> please work? Oh, yeah. Man, when we were doing the sound check, the dude, uh, Ted, uh, who's like the big, like, big dog there, who's like the producing man, was uh, like watching me do the sound check and he was like, right, so, are you sure? <laughs> like. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I reckon, I don't know. <laughs> and then I, I did it. And then we all got drunk at the after party and he was like, I'm sorry for questioning you. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Mate, those drinks must have tasted sweet after Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, it was so good. I was like, I, I was so scared because I was taking a weird risk. But I was like, what else am I going to do? It was real good. I was thrilled. I was very proud of you, Demi. Oh, thank you. I was proud of myself. <laughs> Demi, did you get any messages from like people from um, uh, you know years ago saying, "Hey, you know, primary school"? Or I don't, I don't like, read like messages. Solicitors or debt collectors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I de- yeah, I, I get messages, but I don't. I'm like, if I don't talk to you now, I probably don't want to talk to you. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not gonna. Very cool. That's genuinely how I feel in my life. Sorry for bringing the mood down. No, that's all right. What's wrong with me today? No, <laughs> no, that's fucking sweet as. <laughs> Nazim yeah. oh, he's, he's back from the jungle Cheers no, for Nazim How good was Nazim in the jungle guys um, That was a very lukewarm no, response that was, such a be- that was such a begrudging applause You know what Still, I don't know what it- you're talking about They think you're being racist Like how good is he from the jungle <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Sri Lanka bro There's no jungle <laughs> so, so how, how, good's, how good's Ash Just back from the tennis <laughs> Amazing. And me, back from my chimney. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. If you were not following pop culture in Australia and television and you thought about who on this panel <laughs> was on a reality show in the past few months, you may well be coming last. <laughs> Ash well, Williams. They went for me for my six-pack, actually. That's what happened. <laughs> Oh, really? It's way better than Frenchies. <laughs> Ugh. No, it was weird. I can't believe I did that thing. So, I'm fascinated. So, you're on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. Get me out of here. Uh-huh. Now, Ash, how do you feel that Nazim... Like, would you, are you a potential I'm a Celebrity Have you, have you been celebrity? angling for that? 
I've have I been angling for it? Yeah. Mate, are you serious? I've been fucking living for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going next year. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting on. <laughs> I'm getting on a plane one way. It's South Africa. I'm going in. If you're really live, we're going to find out, okay? Because I... <laughs> You know, what's, sho- you, you know what's actually shot in the Blue Mountains? That's the thing. So. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very handy information. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but, you know, to your credit, you were one of the Herald Sun's most eligible bachelors. Really? <laughs> Thank you so much, Steele. Um, no, nah, it was a big day for me. It was a big day. Who, uh, Tommy know. Little was on that as well, wasn't he? Tommy was in the corner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw he posted a photo and he and his is like the face that's like it's a the, the picked it out the, it's a it's a it's a pretty blurry image. pretty blurry yeah he's um <laughs> no, he's done some bad things he's got a picture like that stuff but um <laughs> no uh, mate it was big I got a text from mum we're we're fired up it was, it was uh, honestly <laughs> it was good um, my younger brother who's a medical doctor he wasn't on the list so take that cam you fucking prick um well, yeah, what's the point of studying all those years you know you know mean. what I'm sick of him yeah. and um. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm fine. So they had like a grid, and it was there was bachelors and I guess bachelorettes. Yep. Uh, Zipporah was in there. Zipporah. So she used to be Kate Fisher, but now she's Zipporah. And as Zipporah, she's one of the most eligible bachelorettes. Yes, absolutely. I've got no further comments. (laughs) (laughs) So did you did you look at the other photos of all the other eligible people and, and treat it as some sort of like fringe celebrity game of Tinder? Absolutely. What was that thing that Nui Takoa used to do? Was it the Matrix? Oh, come on. The mate, you know what the Matrix is. I, d- I don't. I don't. Um, but anyway, um, look, it was good. I looked at um, look, Delta Goodrum. Sure. Absolutely. I cut her picture out and we'll, we'll put it on the fridge. Was she, was she on that list? Delta was in there. Um, uh, Ash Pollard was in there. Ash Pollard. Could you, could you start joining the, the faces up with lines? Could you, did you connect your face with someone on there? I did. Who? Um, Delta. No, or Ash Pollard. I you know, I was, I was out for lunch with Ash Pollard yesterday. I know, and Francois. And, she, and, Francois, and she said, I'm looking for an eligible bachelor. I need to hook up with someone. Who do you know? And I couldn't mm. think of anybody, but now, here you are, on yeah. record. Nah. On record. Nah. Would you go Ash Pollard? Would you, go, would you ask her out for a date? Um, no offense. If, what happens if she's paying? If she's paying, absolutely. Might <laughs> <laughs> I'll marry her. Um, today I'll fucking do it um, Be great I'm We can inst- both keep I'm the names Ash It's fucking fine um, No but I, I, I went on a date last night Nazim yeah. So I don't know Can we, can we like actually like yeah, Insta story that so that And I'll tag her so she Jesus gets, Christ she You're going for it aren't you Alright yeah, I mean, sure She'll probably listen to this Alright mate What do you want me to do oh, one second. <laughs> uh, Are we, um, I'm here with Ash Williams And he has something to say to Ash Pollard Ash Pollard Congratulations on being In uh, Melbourne's most eligible bachelorettes um, I'm Quick. very proud of you I love you And uh, I want to marry you <laughs> He wants to go on a date with you if you're paying. Yeah, if you're paying. Very important. There we go. Done. I'll, I'll take it. Save it. Don't upload it yet. <laughs> do, do you think she's more interested in looks or a credit rating? <laughs> so what was your journey? How did, how did this, Wait, so how did this go down? Because I... Like, the weird thing was, there was a lot of word on the street yep. amongst the comedic community uh-huh. that it was going to be Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence Mooney, really? Yeah. Was and he pissed? <laughs> yeah, but not about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... No, look at you. So, because so, I, I, so I was like, oh... Because we did a podcast that day and they're like, oh, it's... 
I, you know, like Lemo said that it's Mooney or something. It's probably going to be Mooney. Lemo so was actually, my manager, everyone. she said, hey, uh, check out Green Guide Letters. They're talking about who, who they think it might be. Ah, okay. And man, there's so many people that I had to lie to. I, I don't think I lied to your face. I lied to Luke McGregor's face a couple of days before. <laughs> and then I felt so guilty because he looks like he's there one is, away. That, that is a dude that's going to take it to heart. Yeah, yeah, like, so, so I texted oh, him and I said, I'm really sorry. You know, I'm, I lied to you. I said, I lied to you about something really big. You'll find out in a couple of days. And uh, I don't know how he took it. But no, it was, it was one of these decisions. I wasn't sure whether I wanted to do it. I said no in the first year. I didn't know what the show was going to be about. And then they didn't ask me last year. <laughs> I don't know why they got Akmal instead. And uh, they probably thought he was a, a similar version of me. Maybe they thought they actually had me in the jungle. And they were like, no, that's, <laughs> that's Akmal. <laughs> but um, we have been confused. Yeah, what I did this year was uh, you can't be comfortable walking into a scenario where you don't know what the hell is going to go on. And you have to eat ostrich anus. You've got to eat like goat's testicles. Like, it's worse than prison. At least in prison, when you're eating anus, you know, uh, you know the guy's name. Thank you. I stayed up all, right, all night writing that one. And, uh, and I, was, uh, was, I became friends with weird people. Steve Price is one of my mates now. Which means Andrew Bolt is a friend of a friend. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. I hate myself. So, so I watched the opening episode because yeah. I was like, well... Oh, yeah, how did that... that there was going to be a comedian, and I thought, if like if it's Mooney, so you thought it was Mooney, and I was just like, I this is I'm taping every episode because uh-huh. there's going to be yep. like meltdowns, yep. like like he is going to be tweeting monkeys <laughs> that criticised him all all night, yeah. and then it was you, and I was just like, I did not expect that. <laughs> I didn't either, My, like, but it was like. It was thrilling. Mm. Yeah, because it is reality television. That's what it is, ultimately. And I think, you know, I think... You know, no one thinks of reality television and goes, oh, that's, that's a really clever artistic decision to make, to, to go on that. Um, no, no, you guys haven't... No disrespect, you haven't been on... But anyway... But you pardon? I'm not sure if I just... just but, you know... I've been on reality TV. But there's any... Come on, man, I have. Of course I have. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Yeah, but, but, you know, but it's... Um, I think, ultimately, like, the show always makes people kind of look all right. Um, no one comes off looking like a douche unless that's kind of what you actually are. But after a week, you know, you, you, you try to play the game, you try to like speak and interact with everybody for camera, but after a week you just kind of, you have to just just relax. You forget that the camera's mm. on. Or when you remember, you just, you don't have the energy to care anymore. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> you have to trust that you're not an arsehole. Because that is the classic big brother, mm. get me out of here quote. Mm. It's mm. like after a week, mm. you forget the cameras are on. Yeah. And when... Being a viewer, watching on TV, you're just like, well, that's bullshit. No, I swear to God. Like, the thing is, you, it's not like you don't even see them. You see the cameras everywhere. Like, they're, they're, you don't see the people's faces because they're hidden, like, behind these uh, camera hides. Mm. But you can see them and you can see them moving. So the first week, you're freaking out. Like, uh, I freaked out thinking, I'm, I'm, what if I sign up for? I'm living on a TV set. This is the worst decision of my life. But then after a week, you actually don't even have the emotional energy left to care anymore. Well, that's how that guy screaming outside. Yeah, yeah. That was me, like, night one, night two, night three. The psychologist said day four to eight's the worst. And, and that's when everyone was just like flat. People were crying. It was very weird. So like, how was it when you, you signed up for this thing and I presume yeah. that you have no idea who else? Yeah, I have literally no idea. Though I did... Um, uh, Dane Swan, I had an idea he was going to be in there. Peter Hellier sort of was, said to say hi because he found out that I was going... Uh, yeah. I thought Ash Williams was going to well, be You know there. what? Keep going. I'll tell you a story about Peter Hellier. Yeah. <laughs> well, Steve Price, they called Steve Price when he, he said, nah, I'm not going. And then he went to South Africa and then they called his phone and they got the international dial code. And so they were like, oh, he's Who's they? 
Peter Hellier and uh, Carrie Oh, Pickman. okay, gotcha, gotcha. I gotcha. only just realised, like you were saying Stephen Price and in my mind I was picturing Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> Is he super dead? I don't know what's, hap- what's He's happening. He's almost dead. Same I'm thing. so sorry. Huh? Footballer? Moustache. No, Vincent Price. Give it a Google. What's your, st- what's your Pete story? So, Pete, um, I was out on the frothies and I got a text from um, this number I didn't have saved saying, hey, are you going into the jungle, man? And I was like, fuck, who's this? I'm going to have some fun. I go, yeah, bro, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next day, I'm like, fuck, last night was wild. Who was that fucking guy messaging me? And then I wrote, who's this? And I got a response saying, Cameron Adams from the Herald Sun. <laughs> so I call my uh, manager and I said, listen, let's have some fun here. Um, I'm going to tell Cameron Adams. How does your cat answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> He's good, man. He's good. Um, and uh, I said, I'm going to call Cameron back and have some fun and tell him I'm going to the jungle. Great PR. Great PR. And um, she's like, love it. <laughs> and then so I call the number and um, I go, Cameron. And he's like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, um, so mate. Um, Amazingly, that was a pretty good Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talked to him for about a minute. I was like, this is a weird convo. And, I, and then he just started laughing. And he said, mate, it's Petey. Petey Hallier. How are you? I got you real good. I'm like, you did, mate. You did. You did. He goes, so you're going to the jungle, mate. That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, Pete, like, look, man, I'm, I'm actually not. <laughs> and then he's like, Yep, I know you've got to say that. Dude, you're going to be great in the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) So for about 10 minutes, I'm like saying, Petey, I'm actually not in. And then he's like, mate, I know you have to say that. Seriously, just be yourself. You're going to fucking kill it. I'm pumped up, man. I'm pumped up. I've been pitching you to all the guys at Channel 10 for years and they finally took the bait. This is great. And then I I left. I said, all right, I'm going into the jungle, Pete. Yeah, I'm going in. Keep watching, bro. (laughs) I haven't seen him since. I love Pete's definition of getting you on a TV program is them taking the bait. <laughs> <laughs> like it is some sort of trap. Uh, no, I paraphrased. Um, <laughs> he was pumped up. Fired up. It is... Fired up too. It's a travesty against the screen in the corner of my lounge room that you have not appeared on an Australian reality show. Look, still, I don't know what to say, man. What, what about The Bachelor? Have you knocked no, on that? No, 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 no. Come on, mate. Why not? Of course. But, like, you know, if, if, I mean, look, if, if I get an offer, I, I'm going to say yes. Yep. Make me an offer. And, and that say, goes for just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty keen. I'm pretty keen. I'm, I'm saying no to a couple of things. Not many. Uh, what have you said no to? Not much. <laughs> um, what have I said? No, the prostitution. I said, uh, no, I said no to the prostitution. <laughs> What? Okay. Dude, not during a full mouth of beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask more detail. I can't though. Cause you can, absolutely. Like, was, was, it, was it the money that was offered wasn't enough? No, no, no. I just knew it was a sliding doors moment because I had just booked um, an acting job on a show called The Exes with Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. I was playing a Frenchman. Uh-huh. And, um... <laughs> I don't know why you're tapping me on the shoulder. Uh, I'm not French. <laughs> I don't know. He was From in the jungles of South Africa. <laughs> he was in. He was in Ladette. <laughs> Very good French accent, still. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and so I walked off the set of Exes, uh-huh. and uh, and then I I, I got this um, prostitution opportunity where <laughs> I I was approached by Garen, who um, is the EP of that show Gigolos on Foxtel. So it's a real thing. 
And um, so I caught up with him and he said, listen, man, I want to pay you $800 to go out with Jenny for four hours. To go out with who? Jenny. Is that Jenny. like a 45-year-old Asian girl? You know girl. Jenny now. Oh, Jenny, Jenny. Yeah, 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 Jenny. Weirdly, Jenny's my mum's name too, so it's fine. But um, so I caught up with Jenny. I went Demi's face! <laughs> and, and so I went on the date and then I got, a, I got $800 in a Hello Kitty envelope. <laughs> I, I, that's $800 in four hours. I walked out of that thing. American? Like, US... I was fired up. I was like, fuck yeah. Did you have to kiss her or anything? Mate, nothing. No obligation. Kissed her, okay. kissed her on the cheek. Yeah. And then I got a call from the, the boss saying, listen, mate. Butt cheek. Well, yeah, exactly. Which cheek? <laughs> I, I like Jenny. I did. I really did. Yeah. And, um, you know, and uh, so I said to Jenny, I said, why are you doing this, Jen? And she's like, um, <laughs> you know, we had about three, four bottles of champagne. Jenny's paying. Beautiful. And, um, and she said, oh, you know, I used to give my blow... My, my bloke blowjobs all the time, like three three a day. And I was like, three a day, Jenny, that's amazing. And then one day, he just Can someone me. get Demi the number for Lifeline? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, we'll be, we're two six. And um, <laughs> hang in there. And, um, and then um, one day, he just stopped wanting blowjobs. And I was like, oh, Jenny, that's not cool. Blowjobs are great. You're a great person. <laughs> Demi, hang in there. Um, and then... Um, I got, a bo- I got a call from the boss saying, listen, mate, Jenny wants to take you out on a cruise for, for, for a weekend and it's $5,000. Oh. Do you want to go out with you? And I thought, yeah, this is sliding yeah. doors. This is sliding doors. I'm just on... Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, for everyone on the Hurstbridge line, Demi has made a noose out of her microphone cord. <laughs> And so basically, um, I had a sliding doors moment. Long story short, so I had five thousand bucks on. I a had boat. the I had the acting stuff, and then I had the prostitution stuff. Uh-huh. So it was a fucking tough call. You and can uh, act, but a prostitutes have to act. Of course they do. But yeah, they could do. It's two in one. That. But you know what the guy said? Joe chose the wrong door, mate. No, but he said. <laughs> well, it's not too late. I can definitely yeah. call him back. But um, he said he actually said, "Ash, you could be one of the greats," and I don't say that lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I, I don't say that lightly. And I, great prostitutes. Um, well, the good ones you don't know because they're always working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I, yeah, and I, I, I just knew that once I went, and that's $5,000 over two days, yeah. you would never see Tax me. Tax free. Yeah, and you would never see me again. I would always be on the cruises. Demi likes that idea. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, cash. Yeah. Hello, yeah, Kitty yeah, yeah. Envelopes. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> But, but also the kicker was he wanted to put me on the website and he goes, I'll put you on the Gigolos website and I thought, nah, that's not good if mum sees that. Yeah, but you can put a flower over your face. <laughs> I love that you're thinking your mum's on the Gigolos website. <laughs> <laughs> they could have disguised your face with flowers and things like that. <laughs> they could, but mm. um, he wanted to put a full like, headshot and body. Yeah. Uh, but you draw, um, you've got to draw the line somewhere. I was close. Yeah. So I took three or four days to make the decision. Yeah. And I spoke to friends and said, listen, I've got a really big call. But um, look, happy with my choice. All right. For everyone on the Hertzbridge line, um, and for wrestling fans on the Hertzbridge line, Demi is wearing a professional wrestling T-shirt of The Undertaker. One of the most legendary professional wrestlers of all time. And the only thing more lifeless than The Undertaker's face is Demi's (laughs) face right now. (laughs) Swinging from the rafters, just waiting <laughs> for sweet death. <laughs> ah, it's good, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you, mate. <laughs> kind of uh, belittles your gala experience. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Does it? Straight call still. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, hang in there, mate. 
Don't touch me. Don't touch you. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like quite often in 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 show bi- <laughs> in show business, you know, like you getting on Celebrity Get Me Out yeah. of Here, like people might be jealous of that. But I feel it. There's not often that, that people get jealous of. Oh, have you heard about Ash? He, he got this big prostitution opportunity. <laughs> How'd you get that? Uh, model Mayhem. It's a uh, model website where models go to get killed. And um, <laughs> I'm seriously, but I, I have a business degree in the team, so uh-huh. I know what I'm doing. And yeah, man, it's a cool website. Lo- I, f- I went to log into it yesterday and I forgot the password. Uh, it's been five years or four years since I was on it. I just <laughs> this is the weirdest it. afternoon I've had. <laughs> no, I just guessed it. You're, and you're I had ostrichanus three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Boom. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. <laughs> Naz. I'm fascinated to, to know what it's like when you're on the set and everyone's coming out yeah. and you get that awkward thing where you're just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anyone. But also, no one knew who the hell I was. So no one was even trying to pretend. Steve actually, this is not even a joke. Steve Price legitimately called me Waleed accidentally for like the first week. Then he transitioned to Hazim and then Nazim by the oh. end. So uh, he calls you he called me Waleed. Waleed. Yeah, Waleed. 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 He appears on TV with. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? No joke. The, the show was getting votes for Waleed and they had to actually uh, use, they t- kept use that name for my vote. <laughs> yeah. So they had to, you know they get like a slight variations. They had Nazim, Nazim, Nazim. Anything that's really started with N with Zs and Arab names that I got. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed. <laughs> Osama. You know, all that. Saddam. <laughs> ISIS. I got heaps of votes from that. <laughs> ISIS for life, you know. I got those. <laughs> Strong advantage. Tom Arnold. What's he like? What's he really like? Tom Arnold... Ah, the thing is, because he's another comedian, I feel bad shitting on him. But have a swing. <laughs> he's a freaking psychopath. <laughs> no, he's, he's crazy. He's kind of like borderline abusive. You know what I mean? Like he started yelling and kind of like he when he gets crazy, like his his legs start shaking, and then he it was, he was almost about to try and punch Lisa Curry in the face, which ordinarily I'd feel really scared. But Lisa Curry would kick the shit out of him. Really? She's freaking bulk. Like she works out every morning. You know, yeah. She's intense. She would have knocked the crap out of him. We had to actually physically stand up and go, hey. They couldn't put that stuff to air though because it's a family friendly show. That would be a great You want to see Lisa Curry knocking out the guy from True Lies, you know? That would be huge. That's bigger <laughs> than Mayweather McGregor. Lisa yeah. Curry, that's a UFC reference. Tough, tough get. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man. No, I would look, love to but, see that. But, I mean, the non-abusive side of him like any abusive person, he's quite nice. You know, he's a very friendly guy. After he's let off a bit of steam, you know, he's on. I don't know. Someone get a tweet going. He's, he's an abusive guy. Tweet it out. Oh, shit. So, oh. No, no, they're cool. They well, I've, they I've, I've literally Instagrammed about you asking Ash Pollard out. So oh, you just Yeah, I did. I did oh, that. mate. And, and what was your reaction when Steve Price was one of the other... You well, know, you know I wanted to hate Steve Price because he's, he's, he's like, you know, my, my politics is polar opposites to him. He's like a hardcore conservative. He's... Like, best mates with Andrew Bolt. Like, he said all, you know, he, he's gotten into trouble uh, saying sort of sexist stuff here and there, you know, or, like, he's been accused of that. So, I didn't really have great opinions of him. But then, 
you get to meet him and he's a nice guy. He's actually a genuinely nice guy. You see him talk about his family, Australia. I'm going to take issue with him being a nice guy if part of his whole like personality and being a human is that he's sexist and shitty and conservative. Well, I think... Like, I don't think you can, like, in the same way that people mm. are like, no, if you meet Frenchie, he's really nice. I agree and with I'm you. Like, no, yeah, I've but he's a piece of shit no, on I, stage. I agree with you. I, I think uh, you shouldn't excuse someone's politics if they're... Yeah. If they're like, if he, like, if like for instance, sexist, say what I'm, you will, but Ash Williams is very good looking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... Um, um, I'm not going to defend Steve. You What'd know, you love? What did he say? But <laughs> I think that he um, he he was open and he was learning and and considering other people's perspectives and opinions and and I think he has, to his credit, transformed somewhat um, from his time in the jungle. You know, like you don't. How often do you get to like when you choose to spend your time? that you have in the day with someone, right? You, you, you hang out with people that are like you, that share the same views as you. In the jungle experience, as much as it is reality television, you're forced to interact with people who are different to you. And he was forced to not just like have arguments and conversations, but he had to listen to people for six weeks who were very different to him ideologically. And I do think that changes a man. And he changed. And I think maybe I'm a little bit more open to two right-wing nut jobs as well. No, no, he's, no, 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 I love him, I love him. I was he's just in. like, I think after my time in the jungle, Steve, I'm a little bit more sexist. <laughs> hey, Nazim, did you see anyone naked? Uh, yeah, Zipporah. Many, that, that's how I lost so much weight, to wake up and seeing Steve Price naked. That was Where's actually an offer for after the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I used to walk across a bridge and the shower was there and Zipporah would intentionally go, hey, Nazim, and I'd turn and I'd see her naked and she'd be trying to get some sort of reaction out of everybody. Um, great, it's a great story. Great sense of humor, though. Yeah, I actually it's thought hilarious. it was really funny. It was a good prank. Yeah, 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 exactly. So she used to do that, and she'd freak the crap. Like Steve, one day he, he was having a shower, and he showers nude, and Zipporah what just, a weirdo. She just yeah. joined him. She just joined him, and had a nude shower with Steve Price. <laughs> Fuck, where was that on the TV? <laughs> I don't know if that made it to air, but it was. They um, need the uncut version. Yeah, yeah, they do. They need but that's cool. Um, so Zipporah, you saw nude. Who else? Uh, so Dane, Dane Swan? No, mainly girls, mainly girls. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see anybody else. I didn't really like loitering around the showers. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. You can't loiter. I wouldn't loiter around showers normally, but there are cameras around that shower as well. I don't want to be caught on camera just hanging oh, around. So the cameras get the footage, huh? <laughs> well, they told us that in the control room when people right. were showering, they just don't look at the screens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, sure I, de- I definitely believe that. Okay. No, no. Lots no. of good information right there, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fucking hot, man. Fucking hot story. My, 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 my final question that I, I need to know. Oh, what, one final one, uh, too, when you're done. <laughs> my, the second final question is, what was it like to be on this 24-7, people are watching you, and you don't have any... Like, I, I, like I'd be so paranoid about the feedback I was getting... Like back home, like not yeah, not yeah. having that no, that, that, that I'm, ongoing. I'm addicted feedback. to my phone. Like I'm I'm on, a, I'm on a, literally during your podcast. Like not knowing what how you're being perceived is the weirdest, worst. Like you don't even you talk so much shit for the whole day. You don't know what they're going to use and not use, and they can cut and paste and make some freaking narrative out of you. But you know you just sort of got to just you have to let go, otherwise you literally go insane. And people were losing their minds, and they had to say you know they had to just speak to producers or psychologists and things like that because they couldn't. Deal with not knowing how they were being perceived. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty mm. stressful thing. I would love to see what kind of. What? <laughs> hey. Oh yeah. I would love to see what kind of picture they would try and paint of me with just the fuck stuff I say to myself all day. <laughs> just like putting on TV. It's like I think Demi wants to take off all her skin, climb in a wheelbarrow, and be dumped in the ocean. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly That'd what I want. Great television for tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay on. Yeah. Now let's get to the hard questions, Nazim. Um, 
Now one question. How much money did you make? <laughs> uh, they, uh, well, at the end of the whole thing, they sort of, they thank you, they congratulate you, do your exit interview, and then they hand you like, an env- like a Hello Kitty envelope. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> like 5,000 bucks in there. Mm. How'd <laughs> you get that? You got a website, I forgot the password, but uh, they put, put nude photos of you up there. And Absolutely. You've had your joke. Now, what was the answer? <laughs> I was about $7,000 all up. So. Oh, Jesus. I don't believe that. You haven't read any letters. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, good on you, man. Seriously. That's all for charity, you know? Oh, yeah? <laughs> what, what was your charity? Ash Williams' credit card? <laughs> No, no it, was, it was in touch, a multicultural centre against domestic violence. It was a uh, pr- pretty good base in Melbourne. So, uh, good work. check them out, check them out. Fantastic. Well done, mate. Oh, thank you. I watched the show. I was, I was on board. Yeah, we were, we were great, man. Thank you. Can you, get it, can you put in a good word for Ash? No, I will. I'll definitely put in a good word. Uh, in fact, do you want me to Snapchat that right now? <laughs> nah, we, we don't want to be too desperate. I'll just turn <laughs> up on, on the fucking day. Uh, Ronnie Chang said he was going to do something. Ronnie Chang is um, a quasi manager for me too. Really? Moment. Yeah. He said he, he said he wants to get me on the show. He said I said Ronnie, are you serious? He goes, Yeah, man, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'm like, well, All right, we'll fucking do it. Can I tell you? I've been my own manager like, yesterday. Two days ago, I was my own manager. I called up the Nando's headquarters because I heard about that Nando's black card, mm. and I said, Hi, uh, my, my I'm re- I represent Nazim Hussain. My name is uh, Chris, yeah. and I'm just um, just inquiring about an ambassadorship. Uh, Rolf and they, they didn't know who I was but um, they said what's your, what's your surname and I said Costanza <laughs> <laughs> and they asked me to follow they, the guy said I'm a receptionist so uh, he told me to follow up with an email so I had to then actually call up my real manager and say can you please email <laughs> <laughs> wow guy, so, yeah. so what's this black card I don't know well basically I don't think uh, you know Briggs the rapper so yeah. one of his, ma- his manager's other act has a b- Nando's black card well, you just go into Nando's and you just get whatever you want for free and apparently, like, real celebrities uh, don't go to fast food places, but I don't give a shit. Like, I love Nando's. I, I go there, like, every other day. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you just basically just Do go you, in there. Okay. If I get one, I'll, every, every, everyone's welcome. We're all Do going up for dinner. Look, um, okay. Do you need to be... Like, do you need to I, don't, be I don't know. I literally have, I have no idea. I've, I tried to talk up my own fame as somebody else. No, but I'm, I'm confused. So, it's a black card. Yeah. But do you need to be black? Can I get one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you, you, you just just black up and walk in. <laughs> oh my god! I have to say, in the audience, three veteran letter lovers were literally doing the 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 ears, the eyes, and the mouth. <laughs> Hear no evil. No, but, evil. no, but it's just, it's just, it's just, no. I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Maybe that's why. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm brown. That's why I haven't gotten. Can it. I get up and get a drink? <laughs> we yeah. can get a drink brought to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Would you like a vodka soda? Yes, please. Um, Uh, Can we get one vodka soda? uh, I was kind of looking for an opportunity to be away. (laughs) (laughs) I I got that and I blocked it. (laughs) Get some meth. Bad improv. Bad improv. We we need you, Demi. No and. Get some rocket fuel or something. Get some good. Get some Bang Rock Station. Get the the, the wine. (laughs) Yeah, get something good. Here's a tip for the ladies in the audience. Never have a drink that Ash suggests. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually yeah, well done. <laughs> All right. I know this is a big call, but how about we love a letter? <laughs> Woo! Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. This one is titled. This this could be about you, Ash. You never know. Right. It is titled. A celebrated career. Mm. 
I just made, immediately thought of Mike Munro when you said that. Go on. <laughs> Mike Munro. Oh, this is your life. The TV show. Was yeah. Also, who was Who Dares Wins? That's that Mike Whitney. Mike Whitney. Great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also medium paced fast bowler for Australia. Yeah. Great fella. Yeah. Do you have a mic in the media you'd like to reference, Demi? Goldstein. I don't hey. know. <laughs> oh, the comedian? Wazowski. Medium paced comedian. Monsters, Inc. Um. A celebrated career. I was bitterly disappointed that the ABC... <laughs> in its Friday evening news bulletin, decided that the most apt adjective to describe the recently deceased stalwart artist Bill Leake was the word controversial. After such a remarkably prolonged cultural career in political cartooning, surely the writers at the National Broadcaster could have described him as a veteran. A Walkley Award winner or a celebrated commentator. Ironically, using such a pejorative term only reinforces the fact that his latter day prophet. Oh my god! That this latter day prophet pricked a plethora of consciousness. Oh, and that is from semi regular letter writer Peter Waterhouse, Craigie Bird. Look, I agree. The words that they used were, were inaccurate and probably didn't really capture who he was. They shouldn't have used the words controversial. What was the other one? Um, uh, just controversial. Controversial. They should have called him a dead racist, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> if we're to be accurate. But that's two words. Anyway. It's also two touchdowns. That's touchdowns. <laughs> but um, it, it would kind of be redundant to call him veteran. A veteran racist. No, no, because he... <laughs> well, we should have other dead he, people. He, he died of old age. It's taken hey, oh, that he's a veteran. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, whatever he did, he's been at it for a fucking long time. And it just happened to be that racism was his sport. What did he, what did he die of? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> he saw Nazim on national television. <laughs> this country's gone to shit. <laughs> Uh, I mean, is he, is he your favourite cartoonist? Yeah. I'm more of a Jeff Hook type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone know Jeff Hook? Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Foz... Because um, when I was staying at Fosdyke's house in Adelaide, the I, I, I forgive me, but I don't recall his name, but the guy that did Foot Rot Flax, mm. he died. And, and, and Fosdyke was you know, a little bit upset because it was you know, mm-hmm. like someone that had inspired him. And I was talking about Jeff Hook, who was an artist, I think, that did the Herald Sun. And I have no idea what his take was on modern society. Or it was just that he always hid a hook in his art. Oh. So as a youth, it was like I didn't, wasn't even looking. Like the pictures could have been the most gnarly, racist, graphic things of all time. But I was like, got to find the hook. Find the hook. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> was it easy to find the hook? Not when I was six, man. <laughs> but as you got older. <laughs> the hook came easier, yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> Great way to start your day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, you would disagree with Peter Waterhouse there, that one? Ah, uh, probably. Just a little, just a semantic thing there. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Waterhouse. Craigie Byrne. 
yeah. just moved to a new suburb. I, I definitely. Well, well, if it's if there's a difference of opinion yeah. about him, mm. doesn't well, that I, thus mean he was controversial? Exactly. Well, co- controversial is such an easy word to use. It means oh, some people agreed with him, some people disagree with. Him. It's just a lazy way to describe someone. You know, I think What's you're controversial name? then, because I'm sure not everyone agrees with you. <laughs> you disagree with that? I'm F- controversial. There you go, mate. That's it's all right. I, Bill Leakes. Bill Leak. Bill Leakes. Oh, you don't know Bill Leak? Leak. Bill Leak. No. He's the guy that did the. Oh, he's done oh man! If if you were shocked at things that came out of Ash's mouth, <laughs> give it a Google. If you Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Google, yes, Google image. I'm your phone. Will holy explode. fuck! <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. Oh yeah! Controversial isn't the first word I think of. <laughs> But another C word, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. I don't know. I mean, it's it's this thing about people wanting to be, when they're dead, spoken of in positive terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you care when you're dead how people talk about you? No, not if I was an asshole. Even if if you weren't an asshole, would you care? Uh, No, you're dead. You're dead, mate. (laughs) You're dead. You're flying around. Or doing whatever you do in your in your belief system. Yeah, Absolutely. I wanna I wanna have a Tibetan sky burial, so I get taken like halfway up a mountain and then vultures eat me. That is really unfair on your friends and family. They got to carry you up a mountain. <laughs> and find no, vultures. I'm gonna no no no. I'm gonna tie my hands to a rumba and then set it all the way <laughs> up the mountain. That is amazing. <laughs> How do you want to get? Well, I, I just, I'm interested about your the way you want to die yeah. and the vultures eating you. Yeah. Like, that's not how you want to die. That's what you that's want to do. That's how I want to be buried. How you want to so. be buried. All right. Well, can Ash get in on that if he's got a Nando's black card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's got to dress up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll pay him eight grand. <laughs> what was it? Eight hundred. Um, how much? What, what what basting would you have from Nando's for what the vultures? For, you know, for me. Yeah. What are they like? You know the vultures, it's really cute. When they um, get too hot, they vomit on their own legs. Are Isn't you that serious? cute, you guys? I've got a question. I might end up on a vulture's legs if they get hot yeah. after they eat me. But that's all right. Isn't that cute? Vomit's all right. I is, very is, that, is, that, is that vultures or ash back at chevrons? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. Some of these letters... Have been puzzling over the have years. You, has anyone else ever read a letter? Has it always been you on every episode? Uh, we've had a few. I think we got Andy Kinler to, uh, oh, yeah. to, to read one out on mm-hmm. our first ever live episode. Cool. Um, Basically, that's a no. You're not, you don't get to read one. I don't today. want to read one because I don't think my voice can go that high. <laughs> well, Demi, there's only <laughs> one way to find out. Oh, yes! <laughs> All right, this one's called Very Good Indeed. I, and just a trope of the show, you yeah. have to mispronounce like every fifth yeah, word. Yeah, 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 okay. Lost and starving. <laughs> In the unending wasteland of ABC Summer Television, I quite enjoyed escaping to the Caribbean. Listen, I don't mock your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and the comically bumbling Not as fucking easy as it looks, is it? Yet fiendishly clever foursome unravelling the mysteries behind death in paradise. Then Vera dragged me back to the bleak Northumberland moors and I remembered how utterly brilliant British crime drama really can be. Episode one of the new series was television at its very best. 
and Brenda Breslin's performance at Tears of Horse. I have not understood a word. Oh, I was just like, I'm not gonna is get it that fucked up when I do it? No. Like, that's what I hear. I mean, it is fucked up, but like we can understand it. It's fucked up and we can understand it. I'm so oh, that's dizzy. Bad. That's the nicest thing. <laughs> on, on. Uh, who's it from? David Johnston, Heelsville. Oh, David. David. Well, I didn't understand a word of that. Ash, maybe you could no, help out. You, you, uh, still, that's not my, my jam, bro. Oh, Have a go. Oh, fuck. Ash doesn't read contracts or letters. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. No, fair play. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's a clean punch. <laughs> Vera, good indeed. Which is a pretty good pun. Lost in... Sorry, now I fucked it up. Lost and starving in the unending wasteland of ABC Summer Television. I quite enjoyed escaping to the Caribbean and the comically bumbling yet Fiendishly clever foursome unraveling the mysteries behind death in paradise. Then Vera dragged me back to the bleak Northumberland Moors. <laughs> that is a line, landmine. And I remembered how utterly brilliant British crime drama really can be. Episode one of the new series was television at its very best. And Brenda Blethren's performance, a tour de force. And that is from David, David Johnston. David. <laughs> you have to call me Javid from now on. That's the best name I've ever heard. Listen, you have lost your opportunity to critique letter writing <laughs> or letter reading on this podcast. <laughs> David Johnston, Hillsville, yeah. home of the sanctuary. Yeah, I can get it. There's a Hillsville sanctuary. Oh, sanctuary. Sanctuary. <laughs> I am That's drifting a, off. It's another name for a prison, right? <laughs> In Hillsville, there's more sanctuary than not sanctuary. Like the suburb mm. is primarily. I've sanctuary. heard that. I've just made that. <laughs> but it's a pretty safe place to live. It is more sanctuary than town. I. <laughs> I I think that I've been doing because I've been doing my show for like uh, like nearly two months now, and I've been doing like the voice of a forty six year old stepdad screaming down the phone, and I can't do any other voice now. So I've just like fucked my vocal cords, and this is me forever. Mate, you don't need to make up excuses, all right? Like it's, mm. a, it's, it's a talent he's built up over years. Yeah, two hundred fifty episodes. But it's so fu- you like going on. Oh, my voice is fucked now forever, and it's like that's how you've always sounded. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that is. And is that voice you did to read the letter, is that your stepfather? No. No. No, it's many of my stepfathers. Oh. So my show is based on every stepfather I've ever had, which is like 12 or something, uh, just melded into one dude. Do they come to the show? No. It'd be nice if they sat front row, all of them. <laughs> they all look the same and it'd be like a police lineup. Like, what? Uh, my stepdads. So have you what? had several? Like, honestly, I, I don't know this about yeah, you. Yeah, heaps. Because you all, you you talk. I have noticed that you talk to your dad, of, like more than a lot. More than I, like I've I've heard more than you, you talk to my dad. Yeah. No, no. I've heard I've heard you talk to your dad more than I've talked to my dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I talk to him a lot. Yeah. So how many? Like, are they stepfathers or are they just, like, boyfriends? Oh, jeez. Um, it's honestly very confusing. Do you have a favourite stepdad? I have a weird childhood. No, I don't have a favourite. I have a least hated. <laughs> Do you have a most hated? 
Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Shout Fuck out Kevin. Big Kev. Surname? Shout out? Huh? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Colick. All right, we're getting... Calling out, bitch! Catch me at my show. (laughs) Can I ask you this? Yeah. A choice Mm. as a stepfather. Sophie's choice. Between Kevin Colick... Kevin Colick. And Ash Williams. (laughs) Can I just say that I have a neutral bullet? And... um... (laughs) (laughs) And I own it, so... Outright. You made all 12 repayments. <laughs> 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 oh. Fuck. Oh, is this real? Yeah. I would like if um, Ash and Kevin got together and adopted me <laughs> and then just fought to the death. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say yeah. they got together and had a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. If it's on TV, I will do it. It's good. It would be. It would be on Cops. <laughs> Here we go. Here's one about your very program. <laughs> it's now your program, by the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you very much. Who is the person that you were most disappointed was a celebrity? Oh. <laughs> Great question, Steele. Oh. Wait, who were the... Do you know... Do you remember everybody that was on there? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think I have known one person that you've said the name of. Okay, do you know Jay Lagaya? No. Star Wars. Dude, he was Captain Typho in Star Wars Attack of the Clones! <laughs> Okay, it was on Play School. Yeah. All right, it was on Water Rats and all the other shows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Cool, yeah. who else? Um, <laughs> no, he had the eye patch in Attack of the Clones. Uh, I don't remember anything except for New Hope, Empire, and, and Jedi. I don't remember, I literally. I forgot how old you were. Sit down. No, no, no. <laughs> I've seen them. I was just like, nah. I was so excited. I was like, I'm now one step away from yeah. Captain Typho. Like I, I, I know someone. I'm, no, I'm one I, I, I really like Jay. He played his, his ukulele at all hours of the night. Oh, and so people would wake up at four a.m. and he'd be playing the ukulele. I really liked him, but apparently on the flight home, someone who's a friend, who's friends with an air hostess, said she said, on business class on the way back to Australia from South Africa to Australia, he was playing his ukulele. <laughs> Imagine you paid all that money to sit in business class with some guys there. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's on Star Wars. You can't fight him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How, so did you get to take one? How did he get the ukulele? That was his luxury item. So everyone gets one luxury item. My luxury item was a hammock, oh. and they said yes to it, but then they didn't let me have it because apparently the trees they had an arrangement with the Department of Trees and Nature and stuff, whatever this, you know, the government. And apparently the trees weren't strong enough. So. You know, I, t- I found True Trees that worked and I sat on it. Every time I sat on it, the producers would yell at me and rush in and take it off. And so I didn't get a luxury item. Oh, so they didn't get you to swap? Well, they, yeah, like five and a half weeks in, I played a game. I had to do a secret mission and invade people's personal spaces. And so I did. And uh, then they swapped it for a game of Twister, which is the one thing I said, I don't want to swap for. I don't want to play. T- I don't want to be body on body with other sweaty campmates. But anyway, I got a game of Twister and no one played it. So, that's my sad experience what, in the jungle. What, what a sad TV oh, show when a game of Twister is a luxury uh, item. But it's horrible. Did, did you Other know... Other people had mattresses and stuff and photos of the family. And yeah. Like, yeah. before you did the, um, the challenge, did you know that Twister was going to be the... No, reward? I said, listen. All right, you guys haven't given me a luxury. Let me change it for something. 
How about a game? Something that helps you with your TV show. You know, you, you get to see us doing some fun stuff. Like uh, Steve had a dartboard. So I said, give us some activity. Give me like a game. I said, just not Well, well on, on the first episode, you got to play a sweet game of Guess Who. <laughs> I would have been so screwed. I would have been so screwed. Uh, people would have probably thought I was Kamal. Um, but no, it was... Uh, I, I didn't know anybody. There's only, there's only one person of colour in the original Guess Who. Um, Anne. Wow. Um, Anne. Anne. Oh, Anne. It's not a very pock name, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sometimes I get an idea for a question and I regret it before I ask Ash Williams. Nine inches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what Nazim said, nine inches. What would be your luxury item? <laughs> Fuck. Um, oh, dude. I'd have to get back to you on that. Um, no, not Vaseline. Um, <laughs> Nazim said, don't say Vaseline. No, I wasn't going to, but great idea. Good work um, not saying it. Um, um, Neutral bullet. <laughs> yeah, mate. Maybe I uh, probably a tennis ball. That's you it. can have a lot of fun with the tennis ball. Yeah. Oh, mate, hours. What could you do? Flip, flip spinners huh? against the trees. Spinners against the trees. What, what do you mean? Oh, you know, you just um, <laughs> you you basically you can do down ball, catch oh, yeah, it, yeah, play yeah. make up games. It's, look, hours of fun. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Demi? What would be your luxury item? Jet home. <laughs> oh. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final, que- uh, final uh, letter uh, from the archives from last year about celebrity Get Me Out of Here. And it's called Get It Out of There. Yeah. We're watching the new X-Files, I pondered. <laughs> <laughs> While losing the battle to try to stay focused on the pot. Is there anyone who isn't annoyed by the I'm a celebrity, get me out of here logo taking up more than 6% of my television screen? (laughs) After all, no one would call it a watermark. That is from semi-regular letter writer Peter McGill in Lance Field. 6%. <laughs> well, after weeks in the jungle, yeah. were, were you annoyed by well, like having that watermark in front of you yeah, the yeah, whole time? Imagine, yeah, imagine just trying to walk around and that freaking thing's in your face. <laughs> It'd be like when, um, when you were little, I, I was under the understanding, this was a, a lie I was sold, that if I got to the end of a rainbow, yeah. there would be munchkins and gold. And uh-huh. when you got closer to the rainbow, mm. it would move away. And oh. this was very frustrating for a young boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so I, I assume so the watermark story. on the well, show is like that. You well, just keep trying to get it and it, it moves forward. It makes me think of an advertising idea that I've got. Like if you're a big company... It sounds like something that you should be pitching to I'll Ash. pitch to Ash. We could pitch it together. You can Go be for the, it. You can be the so you've got a lot of money and people want a lot of contact lenses. Right? They want to see good. But they can't afford it. Yep. So or whatever. So, no, yep. so you, if you want advertising space, you buy space on a contact Fuck lens. Yes. As a watermark. So, so oh, that is actually Coca Cola everywhere. So it's free. Yeah, it's that free. Or, I don't know how it works. What the arrangements like? Mm. But uh, you have the the sponsor's logo on your contact. What lens. is it like? Yeah. Like like you are quite a um, 
like a very admirable, outspoken comedian <laughs> about <laughs> human rights. It's opposite, Dave. But yet, you can somehow generate the cuntiest idea <laughs> of all time. <laughs> As if that's not an awesome idea to spin cash, though. You should have green guide letters on your on people's contact lenses. Okay, no one's with me? Oh, I'm going to freaking patent no, no, this shit. No, it's good. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic idea. I just don't know like how you monetize that though. Like who's? Uh, you give them away for free at the start, and you get people hooked, and then you um, pump it up. Do you want me to put your logo on my podcast leg? Oh, I thought you were going to say a podcast leg. Well, yeah, kind of. Well, you got tattoos on your leg. You haven't got, got any. You've only got one on there. Come yeah. look. Yeah, could be two. What is nah, it? Nah. <laughs> I, I, I like to mention it. You haven't got green guide letters. No, yeah. not yet. Well, that is. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm fine. Just they can have all Brad, the advertising. But you can't, st- but you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> when you said, "Do you want me to put your podcast logo on my put?" Pu- I was like, "Whoa!" Yes. Whoa, what? What? I what do you think? What were you thinking? Podcast. Say it in words. Podca- Say it in full words, sir. Podcast leg. No, I. Yes. Um, what's what's another? <laughs> Fucking what, Jesus. What, what other word? I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. <laughs> I need a lawyer. Dude, listeners have been thinking that for years. <laughs> <laughs> Please thank our guest, Demi Lardner, Ash Williams, and Nazim Hussain. <laughs> what a joy. Now, all these guys have shows in the festival, which I'm very excited about. Demi. Let the people know where they can see you licking foreheads. I am on 7pm every night at the backstage room in the town hall. I haven't represented my comedy very well on this podcast because I've been very angry. (laughs) Um, I play a 46-year-old stepdad named Gavin trapped in his basement on the phone to a life insurance agent. That's really my show. Um, If you want to come, just bloody do it. Selling out though, so come if you want. Oh, look at you. But De- Demi is hilarious. And and this this is like, you know, this is 250th episode. And um, Congratulations. Give yeah, it up for Steel. <laughs> but I like it has been awesome to do and it's been super fun, but one of my truly favorite things is the friends I've made through the show and and getting to like get to know Demi on a stage and and say the fucktest things ever yes. has been a true pleasure in my life. Yeah, this is my favourite podcast to guest on and also because of that because I feel like we're friends now. I, I thought like you were saying getting to say good. the most cuntish things on stage is a true <laughs> reflection of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crazy people I have met through this podcast. Which, by the way, that's a huge statement by you, Demi. This is your favourite podcast to guest on. To be a guest on, yes. Huge. Pack your right. up, still. Send it around to all the other podcasts. <laughs> Go on. All right. I'll text uh, Edward after the show. <laughs> Ash Williams, you've been an absolute delight. You are... Uh, well, uh, like debatable. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a lawyer. I'm definitely getting a lawyer. <laughs> I, I, I'm, you, I'm, are, you are to podcasting what Buddy Franklin is to football. He played his 250th game last night. I know you love footy still. Bravo. <laughs> Easily the most baffling compliment I've ever been paid. Ash, uh, I, I cannot wait to um, buy the VIP ticket and see how the crowd reacts to back in business. Tell us where we can uh, see that at. For Delta, um, it's hard to find, so I'm going to hire a person to just get people in. 
I'm, I don't care about money. I'm back in business. I'm serious. I'm back in business. I've got, I've got a lot of money. And um, uh, I do. And I talk about all the deals. They're all real stories. I talk about how you can do deals. I talk about what deals not to do. I talk about great businessmen, past, present, and future. And, um, and um, look, there's a bit of music, 90s, dance. If you're into drugs, then you're going to have a great time too. And um, no, just, just for your own enjoyment. And um, it's going to be fucking wild. I'm going to blow the joint. There's a fake fire. There's fake fire. I shouldn't be saying this. It's a secret. It's fake fire. And I've got um, T-shirts. I've got um, banners. I've got degrees. You walk away with a business degree. If you are interested at all in business, at all, come along. Turn up with your business. Go to your boss on Monday and kick his door in and say, listen here, you fucking prick. I... (laughs) Demi has taken a knee. I would like... I think we should all go as a business to a business. Now, as you're, you're promoting a product that I'm more than happy to pay for, but I have to say the worst sizzle of all time is we've got banners. Well, do you know why, Steele? And also, like, <laughs> you're telling people they're going to walk away with a business degree and you've said, like, three times, I don't care about money. No, but I that's, don't. That, that's, you don't get no, it. I, so I, once, I mean, you, once you don't care about money... Yeah. Steele, finish that. Ash? Um, so, <laughs> Boom. Steel's not happy either. Steel's upset. You were ready to finish that. I'm just going home to have a long, hard think about. (laughs) Dude, do all all us podcasts look the same (laughs) to you? (laughs) I felt good. So good. Now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> okay. Now just back to that. Um, oh, fuck. No, de- de- give me two oh, seconds. Two seconds. Um, basically, it's, it's business expenses. I'm putting on a show. I just say to my assistant, I've been an assistant, and I say, listen, I don't care what it costs. Buy it. We're putting on a fucking show. Extravaganza for everyone. Ten nights only. <laughs> Naz, yeah. plug your show. Uh, my show is called Public Friendly. It's a stand-up show. And no, <laughs> you don't get any fucking degrees, all right? There's no fire fake or otherwise. Uh, but you do. But we actually do have that booth already where people can sit on stage and look at the audience. So do you? Yeah, you? I thought you came to my show, copy that idea. Still, go to the Zooms. Yeah, you get you can sit in there naked and, uh, <laughs> and, and look look at me in the audience. That's that's that's. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah come, yeah, come on down. There's a few tickets left. Is Pricey there? He's, he's yeah, Steve Price. Yeah. Is, he's one of the guys that regularly comes up in that box. Yeah, so he comes in the box. Is he all right? He Good. Comes in the box. <laughs> we wipe it down every night. So <laughs> <laughs> see you, Demi. She's gone. Hang in there, Demi. <laughs> Demi's taking a leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we all saw Demi's final appearance on her favorite podcast. <laughs> That is great. That is great. Uh, thanks so much, Nazim. And, thanks, and, and, and sorry for um, grilling you about no, the... No, uh, no. Look, I love it. I love it. The uh, celebrity experience. It's, it's a good, it's, it, that's why I did it. So I can come on this podcast and talk about it. So I have that in my mind every day. You know, every day, every night. I was like, why am I here? And I was like, no, the green guy. I'm going to come on here Dude, speak, to, speak to Ash about that. I, 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> the first thing I thought when you walked out, or the first thing was like, oh, fuck Nazim. And then I was like, it's going to be great for the podcast. <laughs> like, without a fucking lie. Without a lie. Because I know how the game works Mate, on you know iTunes. It is tough. Doing comedy business. You know, we've got fucking Ash starting, like, like spin off podcast. I'm doing yeah. things. It's Listen, out of control. I want to, last question. How many more people are coming up to you in the street recognizing you? Is it crazy? I don't know if you guys know this, but before uh, I'm supposed to get me out of here, people coming up and saying polite things like, hey, Muslim. Go back to your country. Things well. like but, but now I've got a new catchphrase. I don't know if you saw me with the Tucker Trials. I was throwing up all over the place. Kids come up, look me in the eye. South Bank, a kid came up to me and said, Hey, Nazim. I don't know what I prefer more, that or the Muslim thing. But yeah, but I'm getting recognised. That's good. That's good PR. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, my show, is, the final show, is tonight at 7pm. And uh, I'd love it full. So if you want to use the code CONTENT, you can get in for 10 bucks, And uh, I just will fill it up. And people have just gone, yes, we will do that. So uh, that would be awesome. But I just want to announce that uh, by the time this is up, we'll have the Patreon up for Green Guide Letters and uh, Mike McConnell or Mick McConnell up in Queensland has worked his ass off and every episode is up there. We're going to have episode the, the live episodes from Channel 31. They'll be there to watch. So uh, that would be dope. I would like to thank... 250 episodes of this is weird and I think on the first episode we joked about doing 100 and how sad that would be. <laughs> but here we are and uh, we've had just crazy guests from... Wrestlers like Mick Foley, we had Darren Hinch, Mark Marin, Lavinia Nixon, Costa, Jane Kennedy, the one podcast I dressed up for, (laughs) from Ash Williams to Arthur Comer. So I just want to thank a few people. Uh, Andrew Murphett, the original Green Guide letter master from The Age, he was a huge supporter. James Fosdyke, uh, people that help out uh, with the live episodes like Katie at the back and and uh, my sister-in-law, Steph. Uh, Paul James that does all the sound. Give yeah. him a round of applause. <laughs> Jerry the Persian that's appeared on so yeah. many episodes. And uh, my lovely wife, Jacqueline Howe, that puts up with me doing all this stuff all the time. We've heard a big round of applause in LA. It has been an absolute treat to have you guys come. And it's, um, it's so special to have people give a shit about what you do. And I will never stop appreciating that. Thank you, you guys. I am Seal Saunders. And I do love Green Guide Letters. Hey, you guys, I hope you enjoyed our very fun 250th episode with Nazim Hussein, Demi Lardner, and that Ash Williams. 250 episodes, that's pretty crazy. Remember in the first episode ever when we joked about how weird it would be if we ever did 100 episodes? Well, here we are. I said a lot of thank yous during the live episode. I would also like to throw in thanks to at Joe Blander, Peter, 
on Twitter, who always provides us with great photos for our Melbourne live shows. Thanks so much, mate. And very special thanks to everyone that's ever participated in the show. Um, As I mentioned during the live show, we've just had such a bizarre and thrilling uh, group of people that have come onto the show. And I just want to say an extra special thanks to Mr. Black himself. Mr. Black. Who, for many people, are the reason they found out about the podcast. He has been such a great ambassador for comedy podcasting in Australia and has gone well out of his way to plug mine and and many other podcasts. So thanks very much, Mr. Black. Especially as before I actually made this podcast, that guy had no idea who I was. And actually, he I met him because he'd listened to the podcast. He's always been a, a great friend to myself and to those Green Guide letters. Many of you, I hope, will find very exciting in this 250th episode is the announcement of our Patreon. Now, I'm sure many of you are aware of Patreon uh, through podcasts and, and musicians, that sort of thing. Basically, it's a way for you to support independent artists continue to make their art Apparently, this is art, which is um, very highfalutin. So, Mick McConnell, the great man up in Queensland, has worked around the clock to upload to the Patreon RSS feed every episode of I Love Green Guide Letters, as well as some bonus episodes and what we had begun to do on the Bandcamp, which I should say that we are ceasing uploading episodes to the Bandcamp. We're moving it all over to Patreon. So thank you to everyone that did support us on Bandcamp. Cancel that. Come over to Patreon because you'll get a dedicated RSS feed that you just paste in to your podcast app of choice. And every episode will be there. And we're going to do bonus things like we do the after letters where uh, you guys can submit questions to ask our guests. We do a little 20 half-hour minute bonus show, and that has been so much fun, a total different tone of show. And we'll also do Q&A shows uh, where you guys can ask me questions as well. Now, if you just want to throw in to uh, offer a little bit of support, you can put in a, a $1 or $2 a month Patreon uh, contribution. But from $3, you will get access to the RSS feed, 250 back episodes, as well as all the bonus apps and the ongoing After Letters show. Uh, there's a few higher tiers where you get bonus t-shirts. Uh, there's a chance to sit in on an episode of I Love Green Guide Letters, um, posters, that sort of stuff. But it is a very time-consuming thing to uh, to record and prepare the episodes. And, you know, I've got a cat to feed and a wife to look after. So I, I would like to, you know, secure that the time does pay for itself. So if you've enjoyed... Uh, any part of our 250 episodes and you'd love to ensure that I Love Green Guide Letters 
keeps being produced, um, be a part of our Patreon. It would be so appreciated. We just did one for Steel Wars, which has been a tremendous success. And hopefully we can replicate that success with I Love Green Guide Letters, which is at patreon.com forward slash I Love GG Letters. So the same uh, address or handle as all our social media. And of course, if you just want to support the podcast in a non-financial way, you can do that by going onto iTunes and writing a sweet five-star review bumps up the rankings and vouches to other potential listeners that we're doing good stuff. And we always appreciate it when you retweet or share on Facebook the announcements of the new episode. The episode announcement tweet for this episode will be pinned to the top of the Isle of Gringo Letters Twitter feed. So give it a retweet, pod it forward and spread the word. Again, Thanks to everyone that's contributed to the podcast and thank you, the listener, for being a part of it. All the people that have interacted and and, and retweeted, tweeted references from the, the podcast have come to live shows. It's it's been it's been a dream. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. There's not much more to do, you guys, than let you know that it's time for that. Secret show. Go go watch it to understand Wait, that. Uh, or you can just edit that out. Yeah. No, now it's good. No, leave it in. I have edited enough stuff this festival. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. Mr. Black is very tired. <laughs> I got a very dark thought because I was thinking, you know, Nando's and you're talking about being a prostitute. If you're dead, you know, I know it's like illegal to have uh, sex with a corpse because you can't gain consent from that corpse. If you get caught, definitely. And it's yeah. <laughs> but if someone was to give you consent before they died and it said, Ash, great it, call. Would, it would be oh, a great honour. Boom, boom. Now we're talking. As one final gig to you. Boom. Oh. As a nod to you for being such a dear friend. That might uh, be a way to yep, go. I would love for you to make love to me after I... <laughs> but just on vomit, just on vomit. I just want to say something quickly on, on vomit. No, please, Fucking go. ultimate segue in podcasting. <laughs> offering a friend to have sex and then transitioning to just on vomit. Yeah. That is... I was on a date last night and um, I... The end. <laughs> 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 Demi dispute on her yeah. leg <laughs> But um, really quickly uh, <laughs> she, uh, I didn't do anything to the drink But she vomited And um, No I didn't I, be, be, be nice And, um, and then she, I said Oh that's alright You know we all vomit Bit of fun And she said uh, <laughs> You know And she goes I don't want to kiss you Because I've got vomit breath And I said no I love vomit It's good I, Exactly You're a fan mate You love it And then um <laughs> And then she's like, nah, I don't, I don't believe you love it. And I was trying to convince her that I, I actually don't mind it. I don't mind it. But she, oh, we had a little bit of a kiss. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Was not bad. i got to tell you, you still with us, Demi? <laughs> it's not often your first kiss with a girl is chunky. Ooh.
Demi's happy again. <laughs> <laughs>